0: This is a news update from the University of Portsmouth. I'm Emma Gaisford. In this podcast, we'll be discussing some topics that listeners may find disturbing. So if you're under 18, check with an adult before you press play.
1: There are certain stages within these relationships. If you're not aware of, you should become aware of. Because if you think that your partner is maybe exerting a bit too much control on you, you might want to read a bit more up on it. If you see something, say something.
0: The new series of Meet, Mary Murder starts this week on Sky's Crime and Investigation. Dr. Brian Frederick, a senior lecturer in criminology and policing at the university, is one of the experts appearing in the new series. Can you tell us what the series Meet, Mary Murder is all about?
1: So Meet, Mary Murder is a, it's a 52-episode true crime television series about a homicide that occurs within a married relationship. So um, the husband kills the wife or the wife kills the husband.
0: Is there a pattern to each of these cases or, or is, do you find that each case is unique?
1: Absolutely. Each case is unique. There is a pattern where um, abuse of power and control, or as we say in the UK, coercive control exists. However, this isn't just about intimate partner homicide, coercive control. This is about narcissism, people with psychopathy, sociopaths killing for financial gain or because they're losing access to a pot of money, for instance.
0: And, and would you say that it's predominantly men killing women?
1: Wherever there's a, a homicide uh, within a relationship, within a married relationship, yes, it's predominantly men. In abusive power and control relationships, it's it's absolutely um, more men than, than women who are killing their partners. But again, we're, we're not just dealing with sort of abusive power and control relationships on this series. We're also dealing with people with psychopathy or, or sociopathy, narcissism that that uh, for one reason or another are killing their partners. So, you know, and, and, and there is sort of it, it's it's a bit harder to get the numbers on who is predominantly killing the, the other more, but it does tend to be men killing women more.
0: I think that's what, what we'd all assume, really. Do you think that most of the cases that you look at, are they premeditated?
1: In some of the cases, yes, especially where you've got uh, a partner marrying the other for, um, for financial gain. I don't think when they're proposed to or they propose that they have the sort of the, the goal of killing them in mind, right? And, it's, and it's certainly with abusive power and control relationships, I don't think the partner thinks that he's going to eventually kill his wife. There is a point, I'm, I'm sure, where the planning starts to occur, but um, in, in terms of sort of like your, your premeditation with respect to serial killing, uh, or mass killing, I don't think the same mechanisms uh, are involved here.
0: Have you been shocked by what you've discovered during the series?
1: You know, there's an aspect to every case that shocks me, um, some more than others. I mean, the fact that somebody dies is shocking enough at, in, in of itself. Uh, where there are children involved as well, sort of, and then we're sort of leaving sort of simple homicide and we're getting into what's called familicide, you know, there's sort of a pop psychology um, term that we use called family annihilators, which I don't really like to, I, you know, I don't like to sort of label them that way. But wherever children are involved, yes, that tends to be more shocking in my in my opinion.
0: Why do you think the public are so interested in these sort of crimes?
1: These cases can be so shocking at times that they, they're pushed to sort of the front of news broadcasts. And I think it's that sort of disproportionate attention to these types of cases that, Make them more, they, you know, I guess the public seems like, oh, I, I should be interested in this. And then, of course, there are people like our students who, who really want to know what, what makes these, these individuals tick, right? What, what's going on underneath the surface? And I think it's, that, it's sort of that quest to want to know more about the human psyche, that, that interests us.
0: There's, a, there's always a little bit of morbid fascination as well, I think.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know, are you the type of person who, who stops to look at a car accident or are you the type of person who focuses on, on, on the road in front of you? The same could be said about these types of cases. Do you shut them off when they come on the news or, or, or do you watch them with sort of, you know, this rapt attention?
0: Do you think anything could have been done to prevent the murders that you've looked at in the series?
1: Well, okay, that's a good question. So um, so we're dealing, again, we're dealing with a, a, two different sort of broad types of, of, of homicide here. Where there is coercive control or abusive power control, absolutely there are things that can be done to prevent these. And this is sort of one way. It's just a television show to talk about them, a podcast to talk about them. It raises awareness. There are certain stages within these relationships that, you know, if you're not aware of, you should become aware of because if you think that um, your partner is maybe exerting a bit too much control on you. you might want to you might want to read a bit more up on it. In the cases of psychopathy or sociopathy, where you've got someone that is sort of after, like I said, a pot of money or or some other sort of reason for carrying this homicide out, this murder out, I, I don't think there's much that can be done to stop this, other than sort of family and friends being aware that this might be a toxic relationship, where often we don't want to we don't want to be nosy, we don't want to impose ourselves on people, but, you know, Damn it. (laughs) You know, say something. If you see something, say something, you know? In my former post, I worked with Dr. Jane Moncton Smith, who has done a lot of work on the intimate partner homicide timeline. Jane came up with, with a homicide timeline based on different points in a timeline from, for instance, pre relationship history to the actual homicide event itself. And so there are eight points here the first being, there's a, there's a criminal record or there's an allegation from, from former partners about a particular individual's um, domestic abuse or stalking behavior. He meets someone and, and, and you move into stage two, which is an early relationship. So um, from there, a relationship is developed. At four, there are triggers, so an event occurs which threatens the control of the perpetrator. Um, you know, in the U.S., we refer to this as abusive power and control. Here, these types of relationships are often referred to as co- coercive control relationships. Uh, in stage five, it escalates. In stage six, there's a change in thinking. So there's feelings of revenge or injustice or humiliation on the part of the perpetrator. And then he begins to plan in stage seven. And then finally, this culminates in, in a homicide in stage eight. So it's it's a, an incredibly invaluable tool with uh, many law enforcement agencies, constabulates. I know that Jane is... Travelled as far as, you know, Northern Ireland and Ireland to, to teach constabularies about this hump, th- th- this timeline.
0: And what's next for you, Brian, after this series?
1: We are talking, uh, me and the producers of, of, of Meet Mary Murder, about my being a subject matter expert on a new series about serial killers. But That's really sort of all I can say about it right now. I'm trying to help them find an additional four or five cases in the U.S. of recent import. And, and, you know, of course, I'll I'll let you know when when more information becomes available.
0: That sounds great. Sounds fascinating. Thanks very much, Brian, for talking to me today. Thank you. If you've been affected by any of the content in this podcast, you can find more information about coercive control via the National Domestic Abuse Helpline at www.nationaldahelpline.org.uk.